what's up, everybody? We're back. It's the Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast. It's been a few weeks, but there's so much going on in the association as we hit the home stretch. Only a couple of games remain for all teams in the NBA as we get ready for the play-in tournament. And then the big shebang, which the NBA playoffs, which is going to be so awesome. Cannot wait. The guys are here. Adam, TJ, what's up? Great to be back. It's the best time of the year. Let's go. What up, though? What up? TJ, what was that, the 400th straight win for the Clippers over the <laughs> Lakers last night? I mean, it was just, you know, I was a little worried for a second, you know, because it's like Clippers have won 10 in a row. And I, as I said on the big show yesterday, none of those 10 wins mean a damn if we lose this game tomorrow, <laughs> which was last night, because that was the biggest game that the two have had because the playoff implications were so great. And then right before I left, I happened just to look at some stuff and I saw – Something that led me to realize that the Clippers were indeed, no matter what, going to win that game. And that was that Mo Bamba was sitting out. <laughs> and once I knew that Mo Bamba wouldn't be playing, I knew that it was just, it was easy work. It was light work for Kawhi and the Clippers. And that's what happened. 11 in the road against the Lakers. And uh, if you're only listening to the podcast version and not watching the YouTube, TJ has picked up his Kawhi Leonard fathead. And is showing it to the camera. <laughs> Gigantic quad. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? What it do, baby? The fun guy. You know what I thought yeah. was fun? Interesting, too, is that... Oh, by the way, Chris, I don't mean to interrupt, but let me just say this. And I will... That's a hill, you know... So we all have hills we're willing to die on, right? Sure. The hill I'm going to die on honest. is... I, if you're going to be honest with yourself, you have to... I think admit that I'm right. There aren't five better players in the Western Conference than Kawhi Leonard when he's playing and he's healthy, when he's in his bag. His skill set is just such, bro. Like, it is what it is. I agree with you, TJ, 100%. You said in the West. I thought originally you— Well, it was, and then he wanted to boil it down to he's not even top five in the West. So That's ridiculous. Okay. okay. So, come on, man. You got to give it up. The Kawhi Leonard's bag is just—it's unreal. Joker. KD. Steph, LeBron, Dame. No, take, no. Dame, are you Luke, crazy? Luca. No. 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 You would not take Luca over Kawhi, bro. No. There's no I way. I love Luca. You would take Luca over Kawhi? Not, not in the playoffs, no. Uh, my thing about Luca, complete player, no. Chris, he's not going to do it. And that's why I argue with you guys. He's not going to do it on the defensive end, period. No matter how much you like him, uh, no matter how great you think he is offensively, he's never going to do it on the I defensive mean, I don't, I don't end the I way think, Kawhi Leonard does it. I don't think it's it. what I think he is offensively. It's what he is offensively. As All much right, as I love Luca, we're not gonna. This guy is this. incredible. Kawhi was the number one guy on a championship team, and Two until, of them. well, yeah, technically, I guess well, you could maybe did. say Parker, Duncan, but yeah, he he did win MVP. He did two yeah, MVPs and right. theory on two different squads. All right, that's all I'm gonna say about that. It's fine. I mean, Luca averages like 40 a game in the playoffs. It's uh, okay. Okay. Thank you for ruining my train of thought because I was going somewhere before before you interrupted me, TJ. Well, I mean, you, I got to set the record straight, man. Okay, it's fine. The Kawhi's not even going to make All NBA this year, so it doesn't matter. That's fine. And Luke is going to be first team. Uh, I thought it was hilarious that the Lakers. It was a must-win game for them, obviously, because they're still in the seventh spot right now. And LeBron and Anthony Davis were questionable heading into the game. And then LeBron goes out and, and throws in like a minus 30 first half. He was so bad. Everyone on Twitter was like, LeBron should have just stayed home. Cut this guy now. And then, you know, 30 in the second half. But it was too that little. shows you how dumb Twitter is. It was too little too late at that point. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. 
I still don't know what to make of this Laker team. I know they've gone from out, and now they're they're a game back of the Warriors for for the sixth spot. I still think they're going to play in the play-in, and, I, and I'm not convinced they're going to make it out, Adam. I, I just don't understand this Lakers team. It's a, it's such a. You're right. It's such a weird team to follow because they do have two of the top 15 players in the league, and that's obviously incredibly important to go deep in the playoffs. Superstars win playoff series. But there just seems to be a disconnect with this team where they're very inconsistent. They started off bad. They've been good since they made those trades for D'Angelo Russell and Vanderbilt and these guys. Um, but I really don't know what to think about them right now. I would not want to play them in the playoffs, so I'll say that, just because LeBron is desperate for a championship. Even if he doesn't make a championship, he's desperate just to even go far in the playoffs at this point and see what, what happens. So I don't think you want to play them in the playoffs. You want to play more of a team like, I'd say, like OKC or the Thunder, or excuse me, the Timberwolves, or a team right. like that. But with the level of experience that the Lakers have, with AD and Braun alone, I just don't know if I don't even want to play them, though. So two games left, TJ. Right now, 7-8 Lakers-Pelicans. Mm -hmm. Winners is seven seed. 9-10 T-Wolves Thunder. Uh, Thunder had the tiebreak over the Mavericks, who won last night uh, with Luka going off. I mean, rumors they were going to shut down Luka and Kyrie, but then Mark Cuban said as long as they're still in it, they're going to play. We'll see if they get in. I mean, I'm totally here for Lakers, Mavericks. <laughs> Winner gets the eighth seed to play <laughs> the Nuggets. I think that would that's kind of our best-case scenario in terms of uh, just pure entertainment value. Do we know if Zion's coming back? Have I mean, we heard an update on this? I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything other than he wasn't playing. Because there's a chance there's a chance the Pelicans, who've won 8 out of 10, by the way. Quiet is kept real super mm -hmm. quiet. Sneaky. 8 out of 10. Uh, just skating real quick. Yeah, they're the hottest team in the NBA currently with that winning uh, run. They could get the seventh seed, and suddenly they play the Grizzlies, and maybe some weird stuff happens, and you know they move on to play the winner of Sacramento and Golden State. I mean, come on! I think the playoffs are going to be so weird. I'm absolutely rooting for chaos in the West, <laughs> just because it's going to be the most fun. I want every series to go seven games. I want weird stuff that's going to happen. I mean, why can't uh, you know whoever's the eighth seed? Maybe it's – why can't the Lakers knock off the Nuggets? They could. They absolutely, absolutely could. There's 1,000% they could. And then suddenly they play the Suns Clippers winner in the next round. TJ. Like, come on. TJ, Man. how bad would you want Lakers, a Clippers, Clippers <laughs> Lakers playoff series? Round. Oh, my God. I mean, that would be incredible, right? That would incredible. be amazing. The downtown hoops dojo would be lit, oh. as Rich likes to say. Uh, I, are we going to get to that point? Who knows? The, the best thing, like you said, is anything could happen. Anything happen. It, it's anything all wide happen. open yeah. right now. I don't really know what's going to go down, man. Like that game last night was so important, though. Um, yeah, huge. You, you know, and huge. Rich does. You know, Rich has his thing on their big show where he's very anti-load management and players sitting out. But I, I'll give him that. You know, if if you had your guys play a little more often than they do, the Clippers wouldn't have been in that position. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. I look, I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV. I know guys are coming off of significant injuries, even though it was a season or two ago. I, it just depends on how the, the human body heals. You yeah. know, these guys are, first of all, 
human bodies aren't meant to be seven feet tall, I don't think, right? Nope. So it would make <laughs> sense that people who are that big suffer these injuries that, you know, five foot, ten inch people don't suffer. So we're going to have to see. I, I'm so excited, though, man. It's these always, playoffs are going to be yeah, so good. It's going to be so good, Adam. It's always crazy to me that uh, in Major League Baseball, 162 games, it's so long. It's like a five-month regular season. But still, with a week to go, these games matter so much. Like, teams are one game separated for playoff standings. NBA, just as long. 82 games is such a long season to play basketball. There's two games left, and these games matter so much in the West. Five, six, tied. Clippers and Warriors, same record. Uh, Lakers, Pelicans, seven, eight, same record. T-Wolves, one game back. Thunder, Mavericks, tied, same record. I have not seen anything like this in all my years watching the NBA where you have this many teams competing for this many positions at the end of the season. It's usually kind of locked in at this point. Five through 11, uh, how it is right now as we tape this at 1230 Pacific time on Thursday could not be how it is on Sunday when the regular season ends. Five through 11, Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans, T-Wolves, Thunder, Mavericks. And I would say before... No it, chance that's how it is. No, in, there's in no way. Days. Mm -hmm. and, and I would say before you might want to lose on purpose to avoid the Suns. You want to avoid the Suns at all costs, but with how close the race is right now, if you lose a couple games, you might not even make the playoffs or be the 10th seed, so you can't even afford to do that. Right. But if you're the if you're the Clippers, if you're the Lakers, if you're the Warriors, you do not want to play the Suns in the first round. You have because they're so talented and you want so. you're hoping that you avoid them in the first round. You have to play them in the second round, and you're just hoping for an injury from Chris Paul or Kevin Durant at that point. You oh. know they're injury prone. Obviously, you don't want to you want to to play them at their best, but also like secretly you want them to have an injury. That's really the only chance because the Suns are looking great right now. And Kevin Durant's ramping up. He's starting to become the Kevin Durant of old. You mm -hmm. see that? He's figuring it out with Booker and Chris Paul. So that team is a tough matchup at number four. Even for the first seed, if you're number one seed, that means you have to play the four or five seed in the second round. So that's that's tough right there. Yeah, TJ, it's what we talked about last year with Philadelphia after they made the trade for James Harden. Mm -hmm. It's, oh, they're only going to have 20 games together for the playoffs. Is that enough time to gel and get to know one another yep. and, and get that uh, chemistry down? And now Phoenix, they make the huge move for, for Kevin Durant. And we had kind of had the same question. Then he has a fluke ankle injury and in warm-ups where he just slips on the uh, on the court, on yeah. the court and rolls the ankle, misses a couple of weeks. Now he's back, looks great. They've won six in a row. And are they still the most dangerous team, though, because they've only played, what, less than 10 games? As, Kevin Durant as has unit? played seven games as a member seven. of the Phoenix Suns. So, seven. And I'm glad you brought it up. That was my big thing with Harden and the Sixers last year. Like you said, 24 games. I didn't know if that was enough to truly mesh and gel and create a champion. Now you've got Durant. At the most he's going to play this year is nine games, nine regular season regular games season. with this team. At most, that is if he plays their last two. I think they have two games left, right? Yeah, they get, everyone's got two games. So, oh, actually, Phoenix has three left. Three, okay, so he could play ten, which will probably sit out one of those. I just don't know for as great offensively as you know this team is if that's enough time for this team yep. to, to, to mesh and gel into a, a championship 
squad. But then you have to look, all right, this team, you know, 2020, you know, they kind of kind of made their mark right in the bubble, you know, kind of Devin Booker kind of had his like shown out like, hey, I'm a I'm a baller in this league. And then, you know, they go to the finals. So this Phoenix team has been good the last three, four years. Um, adding someone like Durant, that could put them over the top. Maybe these guys are so good and so professional that maybe they don't need that gelling time. There's only one thing we can do to find this out and that is to watch these playoffs and i can't wait i can't wait to see what's going to happen but adam they're the most dangerous team in the west in your mind phoenix are they the favorite for you coming out of the west are they the favorite listen listen. look denver's been the best team all year you know for half the year most of the year joker's been mvp it looks like Embiid's going to get it now i think he's minus a thousand with two games left which you know he's been awesome i no issues with that uh but is Denver still your pick in the West? I really believe we haven't mentioned them and they're being overlooked. The Golden State oh, Warriors. Stop. Listen, don't say stop. Listen, the Golden State, I think it was a huge trade to get back Gary Payton the second. Okay. That guy was kind of the glue for their defense last year, him and Draymond. And ever since they've gotten him, you see him making the hustle plays. He's doing the dirty work. He's an important guy. And then you're missing Andrew Wiggins for all of these games. Now there's reports Andrew Wiggins is back with the team and will be ready by the playoffs. But he's shut down the rest of the regular season, though. I believe so, but he's at least back with the team. And, And people are saying he will be playing in the playoffs. Right. So... To me, you can't discount the the defending champions at this point. Yeah, they've had a weird season. They started out with the controversy with Draymond punching Jordan Poole in the face. And that so kind of weird. set the tone for the for the whole year of, of them having a strange season. But if they're healthy and they have that chemistry that they have from previous years, I have a weird feeling that they still might win the West this year. It's wow. Yeah, Chris, when you said like the most dangerous I think as long as Steph Curry walks amongst okay. us, then yeah, because you got to look at this Golden State team. They have their, I mean, providing Wiggins does play at some point, they have their entire team back from last year's championship team. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, the, the entire team is back like, since they made the Gary Payton trade, I believe. That's Except for like Otto Porter Jr. I think that was like. Oh, yeah, oh I forgot he, he left. Is he the only one? Okay. Yeah. Well, the majority Still, I mean, of the, <laughs> the, the main yeah. ingredients outside of Otto Porter. Obviously, Poole's so, taking a leap. Oh, and Juan, Juan Toscano-Anderson. But, yeah, those are minor like role players. taking a league. DiVincenzo's been playing awesome lately. So, yeah, maybe yeah right. I maybe mean, I'm, you can't – you can't – when you've got a walking cheat code like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, like, you just – you can't count them out. I guess. No just what. the issues on the road all season for me is kind of – They've been awful. Tough to overlook. They're 9-30 and 30 on the yeah. road. That's so weird. The only teams with worse road records are the literal three worst teams in the NBA. <laughs> They're in uh, the Wembenyana sweepstakes. Pistons, Spurs, Rockets. That's it. And, yeah. then the, and then suddenly the Warriors, who we're calling title contenders, are 9-30 and 30 on the road. That's going to that's gonna rear its ugly head into the playoffs, I believe. It could, but they also could be at this point. They're a well, well old machine. They know what it takes they to win. They yeah, know yeah, when, right. okay, I'm going to like take this day off a little bit. I'm going to chill out. You know, 
But you're right, though. You can't overlook how bad they've been on the road. I have a super hot take. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> like, scorching. Well, I mean, yes. you're known for this, so. I'm curious if this is the audience. Warriors have four, right? They have four rings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have four rings. If they win this year, back-to-back, fifth ring for Steph, Clay, Draymond, Kerr, more impressive than the Spurs five and Kobe's five. Given the era, the era which we're playing, and the teams they beat in the finals. And, I, I and, just, and just the way they've done it the last two uh, years. A quick, a quick answer yeah. for me would be no, just because... Because the Lakers went three-peat? No, that's not even the reason. The reason is because they were able to pick up Kevin Durant in his prime, playing with three other Hall of Fame players in but their prime. But then he bolted. It, but they, and then they won again. And then they won back-to-back but again. I'd, no, I'd say their, their most impressive championship was last year. But in terms of overall... I'm saying if they do it again this year, totally counted out all year, weird things happen, weird injuries. We still have no idea why Andrew Wiggins wasn't with the team. Um, the punch in the beginning of the year, the, the absolutely atrocious road record. Hmm. I mean, something to think about. I'm that, just it really is, man. I'm, I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting here thinking like, think about it. Because you have a guy in Steph Curry who literally changed the game of basketball, right? I mean, many players have, but Steph is one of those guys who, has, right now, the game is played the way that Steph Curry changed the game. You've got people taking two steps over midcourt and launching, bro. Like, yep. when did we ever see this before? You never saw this. You would have got yanked out and sat on the bench. And your ass wouldn't have came back for the whole game Telling before you. that. So that, you know, I don't know if that's such a scorching hot take, given all the circumstances that you mentioned. Look, man, if that's your argument and you want to make it and they win, hey, you could be on to something there. Here's a hotter here's a hotter take. I know where you're gonna go eventually, and you're gonna go if Steph gets five, is he better than LeBron? Ah, I'm just, I thought you were just waiting for that. My I, thought man, it, TJ. I thought he was gonna say magic, actually. Oh is no, he, well that was said even... last year though, too. So I'm going to save Steph gets number five. What is he, top five all time? Who do you take out of the top five? There's an argument. I don't know. I'm just just throwing it out there. I got to say It depends what your top five is and who your top five is. No, I can't. I can't say that Steph Curry is a better basketball player than Irvin Johnson. I just can't. And I can't say he's better than LeBron. Can't say that. I just can't. I'm not going to say he's better than LeBron. But top five? Well, no, because no. those two are in the top five. So. Okay, then we got three spots left. So he's not better than Michael Jeffrey. Why is why is he not better than uh, Why is he not better than Magic? <laughs> Did you watch Magic Johnson play basketball? Sure, I'm just asking you a question. I mean, I can't break it down. First of all, you took a six nine. You okay? Going back to someone who changed the game, Magic did that. Six nine point guard, right? Three time MVP, five time champion. Uh, with all due respect, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess <laughs> that, you okay, say those stats, but that's like but kind that's, of stuff. That's kind of what yeah. stats are. And, look, mm-hmm. and then I'll say, like, if you are in that argument, then you can be like, well, but Magic wasn't like the number one guy on his championship teams. That was Kareem, maybe. In the beginning. In the beginning, Steph was always 
the guy in Golden State, except for those except two for years. The Kevin Durant won two. Yeah. So I mean, look, if look, people are going to make the argument, right? Oh, I'm, I'm just, just saying I'm just where I stand. Getting you guys ready? I'm just get, I'm just for fast forwarding to mid June. The Warriors go back to back. It's so improbable. We have to listen to Rich. Just pat himself <laughs> on the back because didn't he call that in the beginning of the year? No, again? I thought he picked the Hawks this no, year, didn't he? I think he. I think he picked the Warriors to go back to back. All I'm saying is. And then we turn on first take on Monday morning after the finals, <laughs> yeah. and it's Steph Curry, top five all time. I'm just telling you, it's going to be the conversation. There's there's an argument for greatest point guard of all time if he wins another one, but I don't think there's necessarily an argument for, for top five. It just depends like what you what your personal yeah. top five is because the, and who you're kind of well, moving guess, around. Yeah, I guess if he replaces Magic as the number one point guard and you have Magic in your top five, then... Yeah, because if we all have Mike and LeBron in in some order, right? They're on the list. And Kareem, list. most people have Kareem. You have Kareem. You have Wilt. You have Bill Russell. Is is Larry? I, I mean, I think I don't think Larry Bird's in the top five really anymore. But it's just I'm gonna tell you this: Larry Bird's in my top ten it, for sure. I'm gonna tell you that just straight like top, Larry Bird. Was. By the way, top seven, top eight. I don't think he, I don't think he dips that. You know, I don't think he's in the bottom. But, man, you know, the thing about these arguments, right, these goat arguments yeah, and these fun. lists, it's just so subjective. It's so just subjective. like anything else. It's what you, you know, personally value. The three of us, if we were to do three top tens right now, I guarantee you that different. they don't, like, we'd have probably five of the same guys and five different guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on like, what you value. Like, is Dirk in your top top ten? No. No. Come on. Dirk, no. No, come on. Dirk was dope, but top ten of all time, no. Okay. Just, is he in yours? I think it's worth considering. Dirk was awesome. Dirk was awesome. I just top ten though. Isn't he in the top ten for scoring all time? He could be. I think he might be seven, maybe. He's sixth. Sixth. Just saying. I was close. Okay. Just saying. uh, If we're just going on the top ten scores of all time, well then I'm just saying, just based on the top ten scores, it's a pretty interesting list. But you also said that you didn't think scoring was that. Big when scoring LeBron also, broke the scoring record. Scoring also speaks to your longevity. Yeah, that's true. So it's LeBron, it's Kareem, it's Karl Malone. Is Karl Malone in your top ten? No. Probably not, no. right? No titles, one MVP? The no title thing really takes them off okay. the list. Is Kobe in your top ten? Yeah. I think if I had to think hard, I'd probably get Kobe top ten. If Kobe's your top five, does Steph knock Kobe out? Kobe's not in my top five, though. Okay. So I can't answer that question. That's fair. Is Shaq in your top five? 10. Because here's the thing about Shaq. Let's not get it twisted. There has never, ever been a more physically dominant human being. Now, when Wilt Chamberlain played, obviously he was physically dominant, right? Except a lot of the guys he was playing, let's be honest, were 6'8 centers. Well, that's who he was playing against. But he was dominant. But when you're talking Shaquille O'Neal, he's playing against grown men, right? He's playing against 6'10", 270-pound men. Like Richard Jefferson said this, Shaq, you know how many big men Shaq helped get jobs in the NBA? Because every team that played them had to have a few extra bigs on the roster just to put a body out there and foul this man. That's how dominant he was. Like, like You think Eric fouling... Dampier would have played as long as he did? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, Probably I mean, not. No. You think about it. You had to, yeah. you, you had to have three big men in, in Shaq's prime to handle him. That's how dominant this man was. He was in a league full of big, strong men. 
He was this much bigger and stronger than everybody else. I so, I, I mean, You don't look, have to tell me. I'm just pointing out. What about Kevin Durant? I don't believe Kevin Durant's in my top ten. Though. Akeem? I believe the dream probably should be when it comes to just a, a skill set that you've never seen before because at the time, Dream was doing his thing. Remember, the guy, I think, led the league in steals one year from the center position. He blocked shots. He got steals. He rebounded. His footwork was the greatest of all time. He had the greatest low post game in the history of basketball. Like, Akeem, the dream, man. Like, so... I haven't actually written down the top 10, I know, but I think I'm for just, next week, I better, I, I think I better get on this and have, have this ready. Adam, what about Tim Duncan? Well, Timmy D, greatest, greatest four of all time. He has to be, yeah. He's, top 10? To me, he's the greatest power forward of all time. When you combine his... Better than Carl Malone. Yeah, 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 for sure. When you combine his his defense and his basketball IQ, and he's just a winner. When I think of winners, I think of Tim Duncan. 20 years, 20 playoff appearances yeah he totally changed yeah. the face of that franchise immediately yeah because the the greatest power forwards of all time to that point it was an argument between Barkley and Malone and that mm-hmm. was the argument for years and then Duncan came and it was like okay this guy is a little bit better Kareem top 10 <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar I don't know uh yeah top five yeah uh, yeah so your top five is Michael Braun and Kareem so we're just playing for two spots Okay. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Fun conversation. It's a fun conversation. Uh, is anyone other than the big three going to come out of the East? I'd say, look, man, the way this season's been going, as Kevin Garnett once so famously said, anything's possible, right? But it is hard to kind of look at this and think that anyone outside of Milwaukee, Boston, or Philly is going to make it to the finals. And as for much as I hate to say this, and as much as it hurts my soul, if you're going to like force me to give you an answer now, I guess I would have to say the way they're playing, it's really hard to envision Milwaukee not making it back. Best yeah. record in the league. The team seems healthy. I mean, I know Grayson Allen, who you might scoff at, but he's played a big role for them this year. He just sprained his ankle, so who knows how long he's out. But with Chris Middleton back, you know, I, yeah, Chris, I, I, Adam, I think it would be hard to say anyone but those three. I mean, the Cleveland Cavs are playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah I just don't know if I see them going Ca- to the finals. Cavs and Knicks, it, it's actually kind of interesting. Oh, shout out to the Knicks, too. I'm sorry. I yeah, didn't mean to leave four them of the out. top five teams in the East right now are playing really well. Milwaukee, Boston, Cleveland, and and New York have all won seven out of ten. Yeah, uh, right the now. Knicks, the Knicks have a five-game win streak. You know, Philly's five and five in the last ten games. Um, so the East is going to be, I think maybe a little bit more competitive than people think. I, I do think I, I kind of expect New York to beat the Cavs now in the first round. No, I don't think so. No, no. Just because out of all the, uh, the players on either team, I think Donovan Mitchell is the best, the best player. And then you have another guy in Darius Garland. Yeah, the Knicks have. I love Brunson's game. Jalen Brunson's. He's been playing awesome. He's balling. Everyone kind of scoffed at that signing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe he's now underpaid. Oh, for he looks like he's underpaid. He's 26 years old, just entering the prime of his career. I think he's averaging like 22 something points a game. Great. Yeah, he's been a great pickup for them. Julius Randle, really good player. But to me, Cleveland has an overall better team, more talent. You have, like I said, Mitchell Garland. And then obviously the Knicks are three and one against the Cavs this year, though. So it's going to be a fun series because right now those teams play each other. Yeah, in the first round, four and five. Obviously, Madison Square Garden, 
to me is the best atmosphere in basketball in the playoffs. So whenever the Knicks are in, which has been few and far between the last 20 years, it's always a great time. So that that first round will be awesome. Donovan Mitchell playing against the Knicks. He grew up in New York. So yeah, that's going to be a very fun series. If there's any team in the East besides the top three, to me, it's probably the Cavs. Weirdly, I don't think it'll happen, but maybe weirdly the Heat, just because of the experience they have. just going to say yeah, that. I, I you never he, know with the Heat. Yeah, you never know. I was just going to say that. I think for Boston, locking in the two seed, the scariest first-round matchup is, mm-hmm. is Miami. We yeah. saw the seven-game series in the East Finals last year. Literally came down to Jimmy Butler's, oh, my gosh, he's pulling up for three. It's going in. Oh, it wasn't even close. Like, they're scary. They're scary. Jimmy Butler can take over games. Yeah. He can take over a We've series. We've seen it. We've, We've seen, seen it. Seen it. Mm-hmm. Yo, when that big face coffee is throwing through Jimmy Butler's veins, bro, <laughs> That's what you what I'm saying. can't stop him. That's what I'm saying. And they have like weird guys like Max Truce could have a game uh-huh. where he's just like seven of nine from three, can't miss. Like Duncan Robinson's been buried all year, but he <laughs> suddenly could just make five threes in yeah, the second like, quarter. Like it's nothing. And you're like, what is happening right now? Tyler Hero is a 20 point yeah. per game player. Bam Hero and Tyler, too. You know? Did it to the Celtics in the Bubbles uh, uh, East Finals. Uh, Bam out of Bayou. Like, and they've got Kevin Love to have that scary experience. Team. You know exactly, so. and they have a great coach. Like Spoh's going to be in the be in the Hall of Fame someday. Yeah, you'd much rather. So right now, I'm looking. The Heat are seven, and the Nets are six. You want to be where Philly's at right now, the number three seed. You you want to play the Nets over the Heat any day? I think so. Yeah. Right? Am yeah. I right? Well, Do you agree with that, TJ? I yeah. But those are locked in. <laughs> Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly are locked in. Locked their in right now. Right now. Yeah. So that's oh, one, yeah, two, three. Right. That's one, two, three. So well, I'd say the Cavs are pretty locked in too at four. I unless yeah there's really no way that they're going to lose this yeah spot. so one two three four are, are all out and five it's really just yeah. six seven uh, and then let's see well i guess technically D- chicago could jump toronto if with two games left yeah so five through sorry five six six through ten is still kind of up in the air with with a couple of games remaining all right so just curious what you guys think about the east i Personally, kind of terrified to play the Heat. I do think we take care of them in five, probably. You know, me personally, though, just on a personal thing, I just kind of hope that if this is the Sixers. Yeah, how do you feel about Philly going into the playoffs here? I I want Boston because, as you know, that Boston's had so much playoff success against us. And I'm like, all right, in order to get to where you need to be, you've got to beat this squad. So I would love to kind of run into them, I think. Maybe I'm... Maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe I shouldn't want to run into Boston. But that's how I feel. I feel like Embiid yeah. has reached this this point in his career where it's like, bro, this is it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, put the team on your back. You are unguardable. Let's go. And we'll see what happens. You guys going to upset somebody in the uh, play-in tournament, Adam? Bulls? You're just ready for be over. You're so mad. Adam was over like two uh, months yeah, ago. I wasn't over this team. This Listen, team is a you're, disaster. You're so you're, you're so mad that you even made the play in, dude. I know. <laughs> We're in no man's land. The Chicago Bulls are in no man's lands. Like you're like, why couldn't Orlando uh, or why did Indiana tank so bad? Like why couldn't that be us? It's ridiculous. This team has gotten the worst luck possible. <laughs> Lonzo Ball is probably just. 
he's gonna be in Chino Hills the rest of his life Poor for all Ron. we know. Poor I feel Ron's bad for no, I feel bad I for feel him. He so seems like a good guy. Ronzo. He does seem like a good guy, and he was playing so well. It's just it is unfortunate. But we just can't, man, I can't say we can't buy a break because we had the greatest player of all time in six <laughs> right. championships. You had a great time. By yeah. the way, you're like, you're like Patriots You are like now. Patriots fans. No you're one's like feeling Patriots. bad no for you. No one yeah. feels bad for you. Uh -uh. No one's going to be like, oh, boo, you had to watch Michael Jordan and Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> but it's been 25 years since the last Bulls championship. That's a You're long like Cowboys time. fans. Yeah. At this point, we kind of are. We're reliving in the past. <laughs> We're in the 90s like you guys. It was a great oh. era, though, guys. I'm telling you, the 90s were the best. I don't care what anybody's <laughs> Agreed. All right? Hip-hop was at its strongest. My uh, my Cowboys were the goats of football. It was just, it was great. The sitcoms life were was, incredible Life was then. good. I was, getting, on ABC. I was getting 20% discount at Foot Locker on all the good shoes. Man, the Jordans from like 10 to 13. I mean, it was great. I was, was, going, great to, I was going to recess. I was eating Twinkies <laughs> for dessert for lunch. Those were the good days. Those were the good days, boys. Oh, man. I saw somebody, uh, was it some Twitter account that Albert Breer retweeted? Breer. Remember, remember Pizza Hut? Like, going to the restaurant and sitting down. Maybe you played a little arcade game. Yes. They had the little mm -hmm. Galaga, the sit down. Oh, wait. Or you, put the, you, put, you played some jukebox, played Ju some yep. songs on at the, the jukebox. Seat, at the table. At the table. And then you got the giant red Coca-Cola <laughs> cup yeah, yeah. with the little, like, ball ice. It was ice. Pepsi, though. Which made everything taste better, oh, by the way. Those cups. <laughs> pizza Hut was Pepsi, that. not Coca-Cola. I think you're right about yeah. that. But oh, the, my God. You guys remember the Pizza Hut lunch buffet? Lunch this, buffet. This In the late 90s, like 98, Nobody, 99, that sustained me, bro. Let me tell you what. It was like four. <laughs> 99 yes, 699 or something you go you and it was eat. all you can eat like the fat boys once lunch say. buffet kids today they would have the dessert apple cinnamon apple dessert cinnamon pizza. pizza that's right where's my camera kids today you don't know about the pizza hut lunch buffet it got robbed from you it did man you it, don't understand it was pizza cheap. huts now the breadsticks were always fresh there's one right around the corner from my house when sarah's out of town cage and i get pizza hut <laughs> there's no sit down option you have to it's literally just carry out you walk in you pick it up you and go you home dip. that's a shame we need to bring back the dine-in Pizza Hut experience just for the lunch buffet, TJ. I'm with you. You know, there's actually, by my old crib, I used to live in Mission Hills in the Valley, and on Devonshire, there is a Pizza Hut that you can sit in. So, you know, there's that. I never sat in there because I'd always get there's it to go. But no there, way it, that's it, still there. I, that's there a good question. no chance well, that's I moved, still there. I moved, ten, I moved in 2015, so I haven't been uh. back since then, so... Yeah. And they don't even look like the huts. Remember they used yeah. to? Literally, they yeah. had the red hut, and it looked like a house. Pizza I, It felt like home. In there. I don't even know how we got on this pizza hut, but I'm glad we did. felt like home. We're talking <laughs> about kids today don't know things. They don't. I don't even know about Blockbuster Video. Oh, my God. Hey, don't even get started. Uh, Friday go. night, getting Pizza Hut and going to Blockbuster and just the anticipation of you're walking down the aisle. Oh, you, see the, you see the VCR like, case, right? But you don't know if the movie's there, right? You got to go and see, oh, the movies are gone. Like, you just didn't know. You might get the movie you want to watch. You might not get the movie you want to watch. You know, you're going to walk through the aisles and, and like, you know, oh, there's a movie I didn't think about. Let me watch this. And here's the thing. I think, did we say this yesterday, Adam, we were talking? We didn't have Blockbuster in Maine. We had Home Vision Video. Home there vision. was nothing like going to Home Vision on Friday. Mm -hmm. What am I going to watch this weekend? 
Let me grab a few video cassettes. You know what? I might even rent a video game when I get bored to play the video yep. game over the weekend. And then, and then, and then, if you're a little naughty, there's the curtain. You'd like peek in the behind the yep. curtain real quick <laughs> just to get a quick look at the adult videos before your mom saw you. you I don't know if we had that at You didn't have the curtain, and you went into the. I don't think Blockbusters had. No, Blockbusters didn't do that. You went into the nudie section no. behind the curtain. You had to go to like the mom a... and pop shops for that. You yeah, had, exactly. Blockbuster, oh, I don't think had that. But every everyone's just... video had the curtain. People, <laughs> I went to a few of those too that had the curtain. But every one of these places always smell like popcorn for some reason. Yeah, you can't forget about the snacks. They would they literally sold movie the snacks in the like in the, in front, the front as you're yeah. walking out. The snow caps, which is my oh. favorite. Nah, you were good on that my Goober train, Goobers, buddy. Man. Goobers, Goobers are peanuts. Goobers Come are pretty on. good. I'll admit that. Are you guys, you know what you just made me do? This afternoon, I'm going to go watch Air. I'm going to go watch Air tonight. We didn't even talk about the fact that Sonny Vaccaro was in here this week, and that was so amazing. And we had Affleck and Damon on the big show. And if you guys haven't seen it, check out the Rich Eisen Show interviews there. We're going to do an Air review. We should see it. Yeah, when Sonny Vaccaro came in, I nerded out so hard. (laughs) I bombarded him with questions after. I got him before the interview. You got him after the interview. Yeah, I literally rapid-fired question. He was so... So nice and patient with me. He was me. so great, man. And I probably was annoying him, but at the same time, he was uh, he's so... in his eighties. He's he's seen it, seen well, it done it all. It was very is, cool though. When when I first got introduced to him, walked in, I was like, "Hey, it's a pleasure to meet you again." He said again, "I was like, yeah, I met you in 1991 in Pittsburgh at the Dapper Dan Round Ball Classic." This guy, I told him where I went to college, where I was from, Altoona. He knew like the four NBA players that Altoona has produced, Johnny Moore, Doug West, Mike Gisolino, Danny Fortson. He knew about my college's like sports information director and 26-year head coach who passed away a few years ago, but like his just recollection of things is just so incredible and he and I told him I actually had gotten him to sign a program from me from that round ball classic. And then it was one of the things that got stolen out of a storage unit that I had a few years ago. They jacked some stuff, and he said he might have an extra one for me. I got to hit him up. Let's see if I get that that program. When, okay. when you think about the last forty years of basketball, it's basically influ- because of him. Yeah, the influence <laughs> yeah. he's had. People don't understand the absolute incredible influence this guy's had on the culture of basketball. How it would look different? Oh, completely you know, in yeah. terms of sneaker deals with. With universities, that wasn't a oh, thing before yeah, him. Exactly. Yeah, and, and like you said, Georgetown, Michigan, and UNLV mm-hmm. were the ones that you know they, big, they were carrying big, Nike at big that Nike time. Nike schools at yeah. that time. The yeah, modern man. AAU system pretty much all started because of Sonny. The camp circuit, the mm-hmm. ABCD, the no, the Dapper Dan games, yep. like like the McDonald's, you know, getting all these. Yep. yep, getting all the high school kids together. All right, so let's try to see air before our next episode. Also, let's let's uh, let's hammer down this top ten all time. Yeah, come in next Wednesday with your all time top ten. Let's come in with our all time top ten. You guys can watching, man. comments. Give us your comments. Also, let's see other things I had written down. Top five players under pressure for the playoffs this year. Most intriguing finals matchups. Let's do that as well. Okay. All right, everybody. That's you know what, it. Chris? One thing I want to ask because you Hurry know up. when we do this, it's always <laughs> easy to get. Give me your. Give me ten players who aren't normally listed on the top ten that you know were great. Right. Paul Let, Pierce. Give, us a, give us some great players that aren't Kareem and Mike and LeBron. Like, let me see your basketball knowledge. Let me like who you got. Who'd you guys like that were just could be considered all time? Let's greats. do it. Leave it in the comments, people. Uh, appreciate you guys checking us out. Uh, Two games left in the NBA playoffs. Oh, baby, it's going to be awesome. Adam, TJ, great job. See you guys next week. Peace out. Later. Later.